0: of Sometimes. the Rock Club podcast. Here in the studio today we have the, uh, the newest band in the Rock Club program. Please welcome Empath.
1: Hello. Oh, hello. Hi. How you guys doing Eight. today?
0: Good. <laughs> good. Excellent. I'm so happy you guys are here. Um, I'm, glad, I'm glad the whole band is here even though we might not feel whole. Um, mm-hmm. Just found out as we arrived today that our drummer Devin will no longer be taking part in the band and uh, what that means and we just sort of pushed record and said all right let's just get down to it um but we'll get into all these we have plenty of things to talk about with you guys today seeing as how we i mean for me compared to the rest of the people i work with you i barely know you guys i think this (laughs) is a really fun opportunity to just like you know create something for um our listenership, Mm -hmm. as well as, you know, get to know each other a little bit well, a little bit better than we do at the moment. I think two of you know each other pretty well, because you're brothers, (laughs) for as long as... (laughs) Yeah, Connor
1: and I are brothers. Yeah. So,
0: let's introduce both
2: of you. Let's start with uh, Connor, I guess. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, I'm Connor. I'm 17. Uh, I usually do game development, better than that, I play piano, and I also do some acoustic guitar,
3: and, you know, we can...
2: Move on to Preston.
0: Yeah, you do. I want to circle back around to all the things you just said because there's a lot of interesting <gasps> stuff all, there. But all. keep going. <laughs> <laughs> all yeah, sorts think, of all sorts of cool stuff.
1: Uh, I'm Preston. I'm 18. I'm not too much older. I. I don't do too much. I played a lot of video games at home and I make sandwiches for living <laughs> and that's it. Make um, sandwiches for a living. Oh yeah. And I've been doing it for like almost three years and I can't wait to get out of it though. Where, where <laughs> is that? It's at Subway. Oh, Subway. I Subway. my shirt on. Spicy. Uh, so yeah. I was like, this is a <laughs> spicy shirt dude. I love it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I obviously I, I, I love music. I play guitar and I sing a ton. Yeah. Uh, I do, art whenever I have the chance. I've I seen like some of your paint paintings stuff. on Instagram and those yeah. are pretty awesome. Yeah. You're pretty good at that, dude. Oh, yeah. Thank you. It's, it's not, it's definitely just something I, I do when I'm like really bored mm-hmm. and I'm just like feeling down or whatever, you know, it helps out a lot. I'll put on some music or it's whatever. It's right? pretty, yeah, it's nice. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm love that well, yeah we've got plenty of things to talk about today <laughs> we'll move on to our bass player
4: um <clears throat> i'm callie i'm 16 uh music's been a thing for me for a really long time because i started playing guitar when i was 10 so almost seven years ago and then i picked up bass a few years after that and since then bass has kind of been my main gig nice. um and then i've done a little bit of piano and then drums a couple times but not a whole lot. Thank nice, that's lately. awesome.
0: I didn't realize you were uh, such a multi instrumentalist. That's very exciting. I mean, usually, a bass player isn't just a bass player. It seems like everyone anyone plays bass always plays something else because bass tends to be a position a lot of people fall into because of an opportunity or be you know, t- opportunity really comes down to it. Like when I, I learned how to play bass because my high school band had a drummer. I was a drummer, and I played some guitar and. They needed a bass player, and I was like, "Well, I guess I'll buy a bass." <laughs> so that's the bass I still have is the one I bought when I was in ninth grade because I need, also- They needed a bass player as opportunity as that's you know I love it. It's like one of the most fun instruments to play. Um, so you started guitar first, and was there like family, kind of helping you along with this?
4: Yeah, at that point, I lived with my grandpa and my uncle, who's a year older than me, and he was teaching my uncle guitar. Um, and at one point during their lessons, they were like, hey, you want to come in too? And then, uh, yeah, picked up guitar.
0: That's awesome. So you, do, you have a musical family. Yeah. Very, very cool. Yeah. Um, and one thing I wanted to ask all of you guys, how did you all hear about Rock Club? Just
1: for my brother. I I, I kind of made him join. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah, um,
0: you guys came as a package deal.
1: Yeah, but I mean, I t- I found out about it uh, on Instagram. I think it, it like popped up after I went in t- went to a a pen show. Yeah. And um, it was like, oh yeah, you know, you know, perform the stay stage at any age or whatever. I was like, hell yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, glad um, that worked. Yeah. So um, and then. I figured Connor would like doing it, and he's mm-hmm. had a lot of fun and stuff. It's nice to uh, have him in the band as well.
0: Yeah, I love seeing family members be able to, especially brothers. I have a little brother, and you know, we just were buttonheads our entire childhoods. Ever since we hit adolescence, until I moved out of the house, and then we were like, let's join a band, let's play in a band together, let's play some metal. Like that was <laughs> we just. <laughs> Just played, started playing music together. Like All of a sudden, we could have for years, and then we were like, oh, we're best friends now. Mm-hmm. It just takes... Sometimes it takes the right environment and the right... Oh, you yeah. Know, it's the right type of thing. A little of bit thing. of growing up, maybe. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Everyone has grown up to do. Oh, how, yeah. how about you, Callie? How did you hear about us?
4: Uh, I also saw an ad on Instagram, and I thought it looked yeah.
0: cool. Yeah. I love that. I think <laughs> you guys are the Instagram crew. I don't think I've had anyone else... Um, I, I suspected... You told me. I don't know if... I, th- I can't remember if Callie confirmed that, but I, I was suspected that, that was the case. Mm-hmm. And um, so, you know, those those cheap promotions you pay for on Instagram, they can reach the right person sometimes. It's very, oh, yeah. very cool that you guys um, found each other and, and found us here. And I'm, I'm super glad that to see you guys. I had a lot of positive feedback from your performance at The Pin on Saturday. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, your very first performance as a band. Um, I mean... People, I, I can't remember exactly who, but I can think at least four or five different people said, "What's that that band there at the beginning? That new band? Those guys are rocking! I yeah. just <laughs> thought you guys had such a great sound, such an interesting assortment of songs. That's awesome! And uh, they thought you guys just did really well. And I think I, I doubt you know since we recorded our song, which we'll listen to in a little while. Um, I you know I think one of the singers people look to in the band in the program uh, is one of the you know, mm-hmm. very talented singers we have is oh, yeah. commenting about like, who's this guy? Yeah. This guy sounds, this guy's voice is so amazing. And she was saying that. And so, you know, everyone else was like, oh yeah, he does sound good. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I was, I was sick too. That, I was
1: harsh. I, I, I can hit those high notes, but that's, that's good to hear
0: though. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's good that you, you know, it sucks when you have, when you get sick for a show, but I am glad that it didn't stop you from getting on stage. Oh, yeah. I mean, and, it was um, a lot of fun. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. You still, you, you fooled, you would have fooled, if I hadn't known beforehand, you would have fooled me. <laughs> so, <you laughs> so great. Yeah. Yeah. Good stage presence. Um, was this, Now, is this your first time playing on stage, Callie?
4: Um, I was in a band when I was 12, and we did the school talent show, so in like seventh grade. it's pretty awesome. So. So
0: yes, that, is grade. that your only other point of reference for stage time, though? Yes. Okay. So how how does this compare to that?
4: Uh, it was more fun. Uh, the The environment made me feel uh, more confident about it, I guess, than I was a few years ago when I did that.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Just because everybody was like into the music and yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean the, the people that came to see you, which we had an attendance of over two hundred at least throughout the day. It was a three-hour show, so who knows if two hundred people were ever in the house at the same time? But um, it was a pretty Crowded show for your guys' peak, you guys were like peak audience time. It was, it must look like a full house to you, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I,
1: it just looked like there was a ton of people,
0: <laughs> yeah. And that's it the was, thing that it was pretty cool. You
1: know? A lot
0: of a lot of my bands that I, 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 sh- I farm out for a opening gig on a Wednesday night because you know those bands tour in through on a night they, they just need supporting acts, they hope to bring more fans with them oh, yeah. and at least people are political because it's hard to get anyone to go out to a show on a weekend, a weeknight, even, even for like, you know, big known acts like the Knitting Factory. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's hard to get a draw sometimes, but you know, any, any not well-known band playing at the, at the pin that, you know, doesn't necessarily have a huge fan base in Spokane. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people are pretty used to seeing, almost no people <laughs> playing on that stage, that like huge stage in that huge room. Yeah. Compared to our previous performances at the Bartlett. Did any of you guys ever go to the Bartlett for a show before? No, no. I yeah. never did. It's too unfortunately. bad. Unfortunately. Uh, you guys are literally like the next generation of bands because everyone else <laughs> like grew up on the Bartlett stage for years. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, um, we would do all of our seasonal showcases. I we have four shows a year there at least. And, and, uh, it was very small, very small stage, tiny little room. And, you know, we'd cram as many people in there as we could. We <laughs> had to get, like, had to, like, a changing out of the crowd halfway through the show because we couldn't fit that many people there for what we oh, have. Yeah. So we're definitely ready for a bigger venue like The Pin, but... Um, i I think people were pretty surprised to the people that booked the place, the or the people that ran the place were pretty surprised to see how much of a an event we had going on for. Oh yeah, it was just this little program. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it
1: was. It, it was very nice, definitely. Um, yeah. I I, I just I, I can't wait for the next show.
0: <laughs> I love hearing that. Yeah, yeah. I know. I just uh, I just booked our next showcase today at the pin. By okay. the time this comes out, we'll have announced it already, so I can say it. But it'll be on. Um, Five nine, so I think 509. All your, right. <laughs> five oh nine. That'll be your five nine in the five oh nine. That'll be our next show on May 9th Sounds at good. the pin. Um, look like a good good place to go. I'd love to do it. I mean, I want to do a show like every month. Mm-hmm. It'd, be, it'd be so nice to just go out there that often. When we do that, there's a, not a lot of time for preparation between shows. Like, I want you guys to pick a whole new set of songs to work on. I want oh us, yeah, you guys are in that that setting of. Learning how to play together still, um, having just played a show. You guys, what, what was our set? Let's go over that really quick. Yeah, It was. Um,
1: started out with The Man Who Sold the World and our song that came out. And then we did Four Out of Five by Arctic Monkeys. And mm. that was uh, a lot of fun. And then, and then we did, I think we did Pet First. Mm-hmm. and then we did body, Circle, Heart yes. Shaped Box by Nirvana Perfect Circle Heart yeah so yeah. kind of like some slower songs and then some more like grungy yeah. you know alternative
0: rock songs yeah a very eclectic set so, yeah. for sure so I, I love how uh, 4 out of 5 turned out when I was listening to it off stage I'm always running around between you know when a band's playing I never really have a chance to enjoy it as much mm-hmm, <laughs> yeah but I was you know you can hear it everywhere you go and I just I remember hearing the bridge come up and going oh here it comes the rough part if it gets, if it gets. <laughs> but I sound it's so good oh yeah it yeah. did yes. it sound good on stage yeah i mean i i i think it was you know
1: one of our our, our best songs that w- yeah. we did we practiced yeah. just before we left yeah, um, we, you guys yeah did. him and i got to, together and we practiced it a ton and got him
0: to start doing the backup vocals and it sounded awesome live. yes i noticed you grabbed that did you grab the mic and bring it over to yourself or did <laughs> i bring it over to well person brought it was the mic down next from. to me it was already there. One person was singing their parts on their back. I'm like, dude, the mic. <laughs> I had to go up the stage and pull the mic down and put it in front of his face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he's a fifth grader, so you know, he has a good <laughs> excuse. <laughs> like not, he hasn't sung on stage before. But yeah, um, it was, how did it sound from your perspective, Callie? Uh,
4: it sounded pretty good. Uh, I was pretty confident in it.
0: Yeah. it's that, The ending of that song drags on forever, so we kind of had to chop it a little yeah. bit to make it a little more. That was yeah. the right call, I think. Oh, yeah.
1: It, it, it turned out pretty well. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't. You know, the only issues that I had was like my guitar was having some sound issues in the beginning of the show, and uh, oh, it was having the, the the ground issues and was starting to go off and buzz like crazy. And I remember that. Yeah,
0: I think that he come up on stage and help you a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you had
1: to. You had to come up on stage. I was <laughs> like, what am I doing? <laughs> I don't remember
0: what it was we did, but. We fixed it somehow.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think you you like threaded it through and then like twisted it. And oh something. yeah, it might have and, been on your know.
0: input jack on your guitar. Yeah. Very common problem to have, and it, you know it's easy to blame the cable sometimes. Mm-hmm. But when you know when the cable works for everybody else, at a certain point, it's just like you have to get the right angle. I remember having my Explorer guitar. You were just playing upstairs. It's my oldest guitar that I have, and uh, for the longest time, I always had to like thread my guitar around the strap and plug it in at a certain angle just for it to work right. And then I took it into Finger Swagger. Um, they're not a sponsor of the show. We just love Finger Swagger here so <laughs> much. There, if you guys have ever been there. No, yeah. I haven't. You've been there. Awesome. She you guys are from like closer to downtown.
1: Yeah, we. I mean, we lived in. We just moved over to Spokane not too long ago. We've lived in Coeur d'Alene most of our lives. Yeah. We oh, so.
0: You're still local though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, like
1: still kind of trying to figure. It's <laughs> a different city out. completely, though. It's oh like, yeah, it feels like there's a big barrier. Yeah, it's very, very different.
2: We were in oh. Bayview and then Coeur d'Alene and then Hayden and then post Falls. Yeah, it was
1: started slowly. In <laughs>
0: yeah. You just came from the
1: rural and kind of started transitioning to suburban. Yeah, So, so
0: yeah, it was, it's, it's definitely been like a really weird change. Mm. So. Mm. Yeah. You can still go back to Coeur pretty easily though. Right? Oh yeah. <laughs> no. But it is a different, different state after all mm-hmm. in, uh, in Washington here. Um, but I was gonna say, oh, I took my guitar to Finger Swagger and it had him. Mean, he just said, "I'll swap that out for you, free of charge. Just buy the part, ten bucks for a new input jack, a whole new thing, and it was ten dollars fixed." And I, I thought, "Why did I not do this sooner?" And uh, you know, anytime electronics get fuzzy, if I can't just clean it with some contact cleaner and make it, if I ever hear like a, if I pick up selector's not working or something, my knobs are dusty, I will just take it in and say, "Fix anything that needs to be replaced." Uh, just. You, I know you guys are going to do a good job, mm-hmm. and I know you're not going to charge me an arm and a leg for all this, you know, manual labor. You just, you just they just do it,
3: mm-hmm.
0: and we have a really good relationship between them working with all our students we have going in there. They're so kind to everyone. They, they try to show you guys as much as possible. They'll let you work on your own guitar <laughs> on the oh, bench yeah. if you want. That's nice. And um, so definitely I always recommend, if you ever have any issues with your anything on your guitar, just just bring it on down there. We're so lucky to have a, a, a capable shop like that that'll just work on anything for a guitar. They'll grind your frets down. They'll do everything. So, yeah. I just got my bass set up for the first time ever. I had never set my bass up before I always just played it and tweaked it myself and yeah. got the, I got some new stri- I, mean, I needed some new strings so I thought I'm gonna go go get some new strings and a set up this time and I can't believe it took me so long and it just plays like a whole new instrument oh, yeah, slap it that. so much harder now <laughs> 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 yeah those elixir strings too geez they're like 40 bucks for a set of bass strings but they will literally last forever if you want them to. Because I just I'm like I don't change my bass strings that often. So. Oh yeah, I know I'm the same way. I gotta have like really nice yeah. strings. So we need to get a finger a finger swagger sponsorship and an elixir sponsorship this episode well, if we can. We'll work on that <laughs> after the show's <laughs> over.
2: <laughs> so yeah, my first instrument I got was. The piano that we got from a garage sale it was like five bucks because they <laughs> didn't have the power cord for it. Oh, yeah! Oh, wow, that's a great deal. Yeah, we just, so I just took it and we just used you know, the power cord for I can't uh, use it for MIDI or anything though because the latest OS for it is like Windows XP because yeah. it's that old of a piano, but I still it still XP works. XP
0: is a very solid platform though, <laughs> yeah. I, st- I still use it <laughs> <That's> <laughs> um, awesome. to this day, yeah. Um, yeah.
2: And yeah, that's how I started getting to piano. So this wasn't my first live performance. The other one was the was also a school talent show. It was just me doing piano and uh I tried to forget about it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you you did you know you did
0: okay.
2: It was, no, I didn't. It, was it was fun. It doesn't yeah. haunt
0: your dreams at all, does it? Okay, so you don't here's, remember what
1: I did that year? Yeah, <laughs> you sang fireflies. I, 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 no, I think it was the, wait, was it that year? Yes. Okay. I sang Fireflies. (laughs) But But
2: you, you actually, you actually went into the talent show, right? Yeah, I did. I was just rehearsing, like just the practice on
1: stage thing. Oh, you never like, I thought, I thought you made it into a talent show at one point. No,
2: no
0: it was that bad.
1: Uh, (laughs) Oh,
2: So what, were, what
0: were you playing on the piano? <laughs>
2: my own song. So <laughs> so what? this is what happened. It, this was in second
0: grade. I was eight, so it's second okay. Second grade, oh my goodness. That's early for it. I don't even think they have talent shows in elementary school these days. Back
2: then, so this was the very first piano I got, so I didn't know what pianos were, actual pianos were that were non-electronic because on my electronic piano, it showed the keys on them. So, okay, this is a C, this is a D, this is an E, and then I kind of like... Made my own song with it, and I'm, uh, I decided that I was gonna go into the school talent show, and then I see this big new piano, and then I go up to it, and the keys aren't named,
3: mm. <laughs> so. The, and <laughs> the action right, is way dude. different. Acoustic yeah, uh, yeah. it
1: like like a a a piano, right? Well, yeah, because yeah, it was like a it was like a grand piano, so you had to like press it down in,
0: right? And yeah. it's all weird. Yeah, that's yeah. that's way enough to throw off a, any piano player who's in second grade. Yeah. Man, that's rough. I I I I I, I hate to think of uh, how it may have stunted your confidence. I know. Yeah, because it was really rough cuz I remember later in fourth
2: grade, I don't think the music teacher knew who I was on the stage. But I was still in this class two years later and he's off explaining, Okay, so we got a school talent show this year and remember practice because I had this piano player who really sucked.
0: Oh my goodness. <laughs>
3: That's brutal.
0: I'm just I would never there. tell that about any second grader.
3: So they tried yeah, their best. Be. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. Oh, but you know,
2: that that obviously didn't stop me from playing. I started uploading videos to YouTube of my piano covers around sixth grade. Yeah. And I got really good compliments from that. That's awesome. Yeah, you know. And then that's when I got my uh, first acoustic guitar as a gift in, around when I lived in Hayden.
1: And I stole it.
2: <laughs> but I have it back now.
0: That's that's funny. Yeah. Well, that's how musical instruments can affect people in the same mm-hmm. household. Just They float around, everyone gets a little... Mm-hmm. Oh it. yeah, I wouldn't yeah. have
1: gotten into guitar if you didn't get one for... Yeah, I
0: don't know Christmas or whatever Black Friday, I think it was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I um, we'll have to get you playing some guitar sometime, Connor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I maybe I, Callie too. I play drums. some. <laughs> like
2: I, I know how to do. I know how to do like some chords, but like um, I can't really like haven't really played a song yet online, even though I've had the guitar for a very long time. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you know. well, if you know a few chords, you just gotta find that song that has those chords in it. Which, if you know a D, okay. a C, and a G, you can pretty much play. Yeah, there's a, songs.
1: <laughs> there's a there's a there's a song by Green Day that you can play with just an A chord and a I think a D chord. You just go between the two.
0: Oh, which one is that? That's like
1: uh, We Are the Waiting. Oh yeah. Yeah, you just strum it and then you just pluck it and it's just those two chords
0: the entire oh, yeah, song. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I love, I love that era, the American Idiot era, Green Day oh, stuff. Yeah. It's like, I grew up on, originally, like, International Super Hits, all the original, you know, first few albums before their hiatus when they came out with all the cool new stuff. Uh, I don't know, something happened, like, over, like, the course of, like, five years where they just were gone, and they were just, they did this whole American Idiot thing, and they just, mm-hmm. like, turned into this whole, like, epic band all of a sudden. Oh, yeah. They weren't just a pop-punk trio anymore. Yeah. I wish, uh... Bands could pivot so gracefully, <laughs> um, yeah. But one of the bands played, um, Wake Me Up When September Ends at the last concert, and the seventh grade band does the sync stick. and They have some originals and they play covers a lot, but god, the way they play that song, did you guys see them play that song? No,
1: I had to, you guys leave, had to leave, unfortunately, yeah. Uh,
0: you'll, when you come to the next show, hopefully, you'll be able to stay yeah, and watch. I'm gonna
1: some... make sure that I like. They're <laughs> so much better for the next <laughs> one, the it's always way. fun to see
0: how did you stick around for a little bit after your show kelly
4: yeah i stayed until the end
0: yeah oh you did thanks for doing that that's mm-hmm. awesome um cool. did you have some people come to watch you play and
4: yeah some, some family and then a friend came
0: that's awesome yeah well you know when it's a, I, this is the first time we've actually had a free show usually we charge five dollars for adults at the door just to cover the rent um, so finding a sponsor that could cover that for us made it really nice to just open it up and say anyone can come so that's've always been the way I wanted to run things um I'm not about trying to profit off of you know I don't know i'm not, I'm not a booking guy I'm not an agent I'm not looking to make money in that regard I just want to get as much exposure for you guys as possible and be able to facilitate anyone can come anyone that can get a parking spot can come down or you know uber or take the bus whatever you whatever you can do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely. So uh but what was the song you performed at your talent show, Callie? I didn't ask you that.
4: It wasn't original.
0: Really? Uh-oh. That was with your band that you guys were playing?
4: Yeah, uh the guitarist wrote it. Um it was pretty simple. It was ju- it just like cycled through G A E chords. But uh the solo was actually surprisingly good
1: for a fourteen year old.
0: Awesome. There are some surprising fourteen year olds out there, oh, for yeah, sure. Yeah.
1: What's a uh um Aftermath, the kid, what's his name? Max. Max, oh my god, yeah, he can play guitar like a god. It's, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> I, the
0: kid, he can't even read tablature, really, he can't read tabs, can't read sheet music. He knows what the chords are called, he knows where to find them. Yeah. Like so play a GC and he D, he'd know where they go. Shreds, <laughs> he just plays by ear and he just practices a lot. He hasn't even played that long, he's been playing a couple. Not even a couple of years. I don't think it's that interesting. long. But yeah, he just he just you know he shreds and he's got this natural ability and this just drive and determination to to you know just play a lot. So you know and to see him singing now too is really cool because he oh, wasn't yeah. always you know that was definitely uh, it took it took some transition to get him that that level of confidence he needed. But um, yeah, he you know always love seeing these youngsters come out there and just surprise everybody with they don't look like they're gonna do it but they do it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So, um, well, we'll get into your track here in a second. Um, but there's there's definitely a lot to talk about with you guys. We we um, on this track, we don't actually have our drummer p- recorded. He couldn't make it to any of the drum recording sessions. So I'm I'm your drummer. So I guess for the sake of our song that's recorded, you know, the whole band's here. That <laughs> yeah. <recorded it>. Um. <laughs> much. And then, yeah, Cal, you actually joined us on week two of the recording, that was your first lesson ever coming here. Yeah. So that's, it's gotta be weird. Not, you know, I mean, you don't have any frame of reference necessarily compared to the rest of the bands, but I mean, what was, what was your initial, um, reaction or, or perspective on how, how things run here?
4: Um, I thought it was set up in a pretty cool way. Um, I don't know. Uh, it um, was like a good way for me to really get back into playing bass. Uh, initially, I don't know. Yeah,
1: yeah it's definitely a good, uh, it's definitely a good like motivator, you know, yeah. kind of a yeah being held accountable when you don't you feel like it sometimes. I guess yeah. you know, I've, I've definitely um, yeah practiced
0: way more than i ever have <laughs> i love hearing that i mean that's the thing after you learn your instrument in some way and you feel confident it's really easy to become complacent and not practice i mean i i'm guilty more than anybody about just not practicing my instrument because i'm too busy whatever i mean i i have i have better excuses being a business owner and a, and a dad of two but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but you know no excuse is good enough to not practice you know there's always time to to do something and i i definitely try to seek those moments as much as i can Mm -hmm. um but like you said the accountability is is definitely the one of the biggest motivators it's like your team you know Hmm. it's like you know if you don't if you don't come to your lesson prepared you're letting down your teacher and they're just used to being let down constantly because no one ever practices (laughs) and (laughs) and enough for any instructor Uh, like when you go see emily upstairs or downstairs mm -hmm. for your lesson with her if that was all you were doing you be accountable to yourself and her and maybe your mom if she's like hey you practicing that's everyone has that accountability when you have your you know your team your bassist your drummer your your brother too mm-hmm. <laughs> um you know you got to you know you everyone in the band has that responsibility to come yeah. prepared and i definitely remember saying a few times in the last few weeks leading up to our first show saying we really got to keep playing because these songs are hard you guys are doing great and we are i mean i know that this is a lot to ask for but can please just try to get to as much as you possibly can because it's only going to help and you're mm-hmm. never going to regret practicing too much. Yeah, and <laughs> oh, that, that was,
2: it. was the um, first time I played piano in like a group and a band because every other time was just by myself, like a solo cover. Um, so I realized at one point um, that my timings were off because, you know, I've never actually played in the rhythm of other people. Yeah, it was, yeah. It
1: was a little um, strange being on the stage too, um, and and like listening to everything and trying to keep with the tempo. I was just really trying to keep up with, um, Devin and just trying to stay with it. I couldn't hear (laughs) really anything else. I couldn't hear you playing piano. I couldn't hear the bass.
0: Yeah, uh, I know. It's such a common story when we have so many bands that go up there and when we sound check the monitors, it's never perfect. And, and, you know, I always try to, insist like every band when you can't hear something you want to hear you know after a song's over just quickly say to the sound guy hey i need more piano yeah i mean like you know when i uh
1: when i watched the videos that uh they took i mean i was able to hear the piano very well Uh, i was able to hear bass very well um everything seemed to blend together very well um i you know it's possible that it was just kind of like where we were at
0: exactly too. when you're listening to stuff on stage, you're listening to a whole different set of speakers and mix than like the custom mix we set up for each each monitor. Um, some drummers play louder than others, and then they really make it impossible to hear everything else. And some drummers don't play as loud, mm-hmm. and makes it like almost like I can't hear the drums because I can hear everything else so much.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, hard to strive mm-hmm. for that consistency. But as we as we move on to you know our next performance, which of course we're hopefully going to see all of you guys at this next one too. Um, well, the yeah. new drummer, I think we can, you can, you know, I, I, I love being able to sit in anywhere whenever there's an open bass or or guitar or especially drums. If there's an open position in the band, I just play with you guys. Like, I think the next thing we should work on, I think you guys know what we're going to work on next now, right? Mm-hmm. Can uh, you guess yeah. what song I think we're going to nominate for our next song when we couldn't pull off necessarily? before that's but the, uh, schism. uh schism. schism you guys <laughs> into that right. idea yeah yeah. Uh, yeah everyone's like please let's do it i i know yeah. i've been coming back every time i hear you guys playing it i hear you doing the bass i hear the piano playing mm-hmm. the little riff oh and, yeah i yeah. mean it's, it's and i fun. I, might,
2: <laughs> I might do some acoustic guitar t- guitar too like in some songs
0: oh shoot mm-hmm. that'd be so cool oh, yeah, yeah i
1: mean it'd be cool to just be all over the place
0: you yeah. know yeah. that's a that's a song where you could jump instruments so easily uh, there's like a big long bridge that you could go into there's a mm-hmm. bass solo in the bridge oh yeah
1: there's so much that you can yeah. uh, change to yeah. it and make it your own yeah
0: so. i'd love to see how the piano kind of fits into that too and then if we could get a second guitar going like that that'd be a very unique arrangement that i think mm-hmm, would be very definitely. exciting i've had a band play it on stage a couple times it's been a while and they never really played it as perfect as they felt like they could play it on stage like when they played a practice it's the controlled environment when you got on stage you don't it's always a little different mm-hmm. chaotic maybe and uh but yeah i think you guys could i, I see a lot of potential in this band for sure mm-hmm. and uh i you know i'll do my best to to fill in but i can jam that song all day long i'm, I'm a big yeah. toolhead anyone going to the show on monday i'm going. Connor.
2: Yeah, I'm going. Yeah, you're going.
0: Mm-hmm. Are you, are you, are you going to go with me to tool?
2: Yeah, I'll go to tool.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna take mom, but if yeah. you want to go to tool, that's sick. Okay. <laughs> Wait.
2: Wait, I just remember something. Oh. I I did perform in bands, but that doesn't really count. because oh, yeah, I'm just yeah, like yeah. one in one hundred. Did you ever go to band? No, oh, band I, class I yeah, in I, yeah. I never I never did band class. Okay. Unfortunately, I only played the snare drum. They yes, weren't interested in. Piano or a guitar or anything like
1: that. Yeah. So they just said like here, um, here you can be a percussionist. I was. Yeah. This is like really my first uh, experience being in a band at all and playing with other people whatsoever. I've. I mean, I've. I've been on stage a lot. I've performed a lot, doing all sorts of stuff: plays, singing, yeah. modeling, even mm-hmm. you know, dancing. Uh, wow. And mm-hmm. so it's just. I mean, that, that that wasn't new for me, but it was, like, definitely, um, it, I, it, it was very nerve-wracking, like, you know, having other people and having to be like, okay, I really have to keep up with these other
0: people and not mm-hmm. let them down, <laughs> and so. Yeah, I mean, that's. Like, like Connor said earlier, just like find those little spaces in the rhythm where
3: mm-hmm.
0: you normally wouldn't have to worry about that beat because you can just move on or, you know, when you're playing by yourself, it's such a different feel than when you have that time, like the drummer's mm-hmm. keeping in time, the bass is playing all the parts, the, sustaining your chord longer than maybe mm-hmm. you might do on your own, which the only thing you can really get as close to without your band is just playing along with the track mm-hmm. and you still get that that rhythmic thing, that consistency, but nothing really... Nothing really uh, comes close to just producing the sound yourself with the band and just well, yeah, seeing yeah. it mm-hmm. sound like it should. Cause it's it's very like, you know, you got
1: to be on, on tempo and harmonizing and um, yeah. yeah, otherwise it'll just sound bad. Even if like maybe you just do something right, it has to be you know, with the rest of the band or whatever. Yeah, it's a team effort for yeah, sure. Yeah. So that was, yeah. that was, that was, a, that was really weird, <laughs> especially when I yeah. first started getting into it and I'm still getting used to the, but
0: I've gotten a lot better. Yeah. Well, it's, it's always a, it's, it's always a journey to get to where you want to be. And, you know, there's always room for growth. Even the best, the best uh, golf player, you know, is going to take private lessons to get that extra edge but um, why don't we, this seems like a good point in time for us to, let's jump into listening to our, our song here yeah. as, we, as we hear it kick in. Um, I think that uh, as far as, <laughs> had a little early jump there. Um, as far as this track goes, this is David Bowie's song, <laughs> Man Who Sold the World, with a, a very popular cover done by Nirvana. I think we kind of did a little bit of a, a blend of those two fields. Would you say so, Preston? Yeah, definitely.
1: Um, especially like the solo part. Yeah. Um, was definitely Nirvana.
0: Yeah. Well. All right. Let's let's take a listen to our our track off the Rock Club compilation album. Man, Who sold the world. <laughs>
3: Which came as some surprise I spoke into his eyes I thought you died alone A long, long time ago Oh no, not me We never lost control Your face Face to face With the man who sold the world I laughed and shook his hand And made my way back home I searched for foreign land as I roamed I gazed to gaze and stare. and all the millions here we must have died alone a long long time ago Who knows not me We never lost control Your face. To face With the man who sold The world Who knows Not me We never Lost control
0: I love the ending. Oh, yeah. A little guitar squelch is yeah, always. There's a
1: lot of things I'm
0: proud of that I didn't
1: <laughs> really <laughs> know about. <laughs> I know. What I
0: do. When you walk out of that tracking session and you just go, all right, we'll see how it turns out. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's always, uh, it should be surprising how good it sounds after mm-hmm. you, you know, just lay down whatever you laid down. <laughs> but you guys definitely had a little more interaction in as far as like the editing and mixing. You guys get to see it, the song kind of develop over time. And yeah some overdubs and some re-tracking of some vocals oh yeah whatever i think we gave the we gave the piano part like you played a midi uh keyboards we didn't actually record a live piano we used the midi controller and then Mm -hmm. used a sample um library to produce those piano sounds which sounds as natural as any piano could but at the same time you know the ability to manipulate what you did i didn't really manipulate it much we maybe cut around like some scales uh, in different like maybe we played a c scale we went to do an f scale on a chorus thing we maybe did that once but Mm -hmm. you know generally you you, we gave you a lot of chances to kind of just play it in and make it as organic as possible and yeah i mean just the musicianship that we found in this in this track i was having just starting to get to know you guys you guys and then Callie, you, you know your first your audition was if you could even call it an audition but yeah, I don't really audition people for bands. I just say I have you come in and I'll meet you. I'll say, hey, play, play what you've been working on. I'll, I'd love to hear what you're doing. And then they, I see what where you're at with something. And we didn't even get to do that. We just had you join us and came downstairs and we were we were tracking this song. And I said, all right, you 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 knew what to practice. You told you what you were working on. You just came and recorded a bass part for me. And I said, you guys are pretty lucky to find a bass player like this. <laughs> I think mm-hmm. other bands might awesome. be a. Uh, Knocking, knocking on your door soon to ask if you might want to join a second band (laughs) because definitely uh, impressive skill level as a bass player to be able to pull that song off as like your audition piece. That's, I mean, it it doesn't get a lot harder than that. (laughs) You could have done, you could have simplified so much, but you played literally the song like verbatim how David Bowie played the bass. So you know, you obviously gained a lot of respect from me just in that moment right there. Um, The caliber of musicianship in the band is. Is off the charts with everybody present. So, um, so yeah, I mean, and you guys also have the only cover on the uh, Rock Club compilation Volume One, mm-hmm. um, uh, which we joined super new and yeah. we just had to. Yeah, you guys joined right as your track. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I I could have said, yeah, hey, we'll just not do this," but we. Yeah, I think you guys all said, "Why would we not want to do that?" That's awesome. Okay, yeah, let's let's, let's, let's record something. Yeah. yeah. So and I, I think it's kind of cool to have a little mix on there and having one song be um I advertised the album as an original album of yeah, original yeah. music, but um the, you know one little surprise cover in there. I think you guys might have even more potential to get playlisted on something on Spotify being that you people are going to recognize that song name and they're going to go, "Oh, let's check this cover out mm-hmm. Cool might come up when they search for that song, may might you might be." The tenth one down, because you know we're just we're grassroots. But you know, there's
1: already a very popular cover for it. (laughs) Yeah, uh, yeah. So
0: (laughs) hopefully, I I bet you this song is going to get some plays out of you know people that aren't necessarily part of our network of of everyone that is involved with Mm -hmm. the rock club. Definitely. But um, after listening to it, a fresh take again just now. Um, Anything you guys hear that stands out as far as things you wish you could have done differently, or (laughs) Uh,
1: the one thing that uh i w- i would have done differently is uh especially when i was like first joining i i was still getting comfortable and, and stuff and like c- yeah. i can tell i was very uncomfortable in some parts um so I, I wasn't um just like you know there there was just some parts that i wasn't projecting very well and so it was like
0: a little um yeah Shaky sure. or whatever, but um, vocalists can always pick apart their part, their, their their track they took on that certain day, and go, "Oh yeah, ah, it's always something yeah. <laughs> you could do uh, differently."
1: Definitely, we, we. I mean, we've gotten way better as a, a band, you know, just playing together as a whole and um, staying on beat, especially compared to how we used to be. Um, if I do recall, like a, a lot of their recording was um just like all right we're gonna have like guitar and piano play and then we're gonna have like drums and guitar play and you know like just trying to separate it Mm -hmm. until we like felt comfortable putting it all together yeah i got to
0: hear those parts individually and say like what's what's going on with this part Mm -hmm. figure out what's what we can fine tune but yeah you guys have had a a meteoric ascension to uh, you know where you're at so far and I haven't seen a band go from zero to sixty like you guys have gone it's it's really exciting to see um what we can do next and I guess that's my next question we'll start with Callie. But um what what do you guys think as far as moving forward what do you what what are you, what do you hope to accomplish next I guess um get better at vocals for me. Cause,
2: um I actually like practice none before going to the concert for vocals uh-huh I think I only tried it one time. We decided to just play it. Um, I did the high note at the start of the at the end of the bridge um, because uh, President couldn't hit the note. Like despite us, like we're only 13 months apart, by the way. Oh really? And yet we're like same height and stuff, but our voice voices are incredibly different. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I can pull some notes. He can pull different notes, and I guess harness that in a way. But yeah, yeah you guys, out.
0: brothers especially, have a really unique way that their voices can harmonize worked together. Out. That will be very uh, compatible, I would say. Even though you guys' voices are different, um, I mean, I I'd love to see. I love to see every band member sing. I love to. I love to eventually have a band that like I have to get five mics that everyone's going to always use, <laughs> because I always have five mics set up. But rarely do we have more than one or two people singing. Um, so anyone who wants to sing, you know. Callie, you're welcome to sing too. If you ever want to, (laughs) (laughs) not just, not just the boys club there. Um, yeah, that's, that's great. I love it. What about you, Callie? What do you think you want to do next?
4: Um, I'd be into doing more complicated songs like schism. Uh, it's fun to do songs that have that many layers like that. Yeah. They're like so much more versatile, I guess.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, that song, it's, uh, I mean, I think, I think Rolling Stone, Gave it like magazine I rated that the number one rock song of the 2000s, like that whole decade. That's they gave that one the top notch in their 100 top 100 rock songs of the decade. And um, I mean, I I'm like, yeah, I'm all about I'm all about that. I'm a big yeah. Tool fan. <laughs> um, it's Definitely but, one of their most, if not their most
1: complicated songs. I know. <laughs> I, I mean, now that they have their new
0: album, it's just like, yeah, yeah, but it's the complication never. They never <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, yeah, yeah. It never stops spiraling. Yeah. I get any reference. But um you yeah, any interest in, you know, original material? Or you feel like that there's always a time and place for that eventually? But, you know, you're, are you satisfied just kind of working on covers for now, you think?
4: Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Well,
0: that's how most bands start for the longest time. That's where you find your sound, I think, in that time. And all it takes is one person in the band saying, I kind of came up with this cool riff. It doesn't really sound like anything that we've done doesn't sound like you know tool or nirvana it's just kind of like i don't know like, what do you guys think it's so easy to just add the layers and start jamming on something mm-hmm. that's even it's just a simple chord progression if you're just like i just love the way these chords feel i can't i don't know how to style it but this is like i like this and that's okay, yeah. i think uh anyone can produce something that with the band can then kind of take and roll with so uh you know, it, whenever we get to that point, I think people will be very excited to see what Empath comes up with um, in the future. But you know, I think if if this if this podcast, this podcast will come out before our next showcase, and I think we got about nine weeks to work on Schism as well as I mean, I think we as we all raise our hands, like yeah, we all want to play that song as oh, a yes. group and, group nomination. Yeah, um, any we're. other tracks we're looking to? You know, as we're just we want to do four new covers. I mean, as far as I'm concerned. That's one. Does everyone else have one more they want to throw I, out there? Um,
1: I've been looking into Pink Floyd songs. Uh, me and Emily were looking into money. Um, you know, I, I, I think it's really good for us as a band, especially at this point, to be doing a lot of those more uh, complicated old rock songs and, and stuff um, where we'll be learning a bunch of you know different things and through it um you know learning our sound and stuff which we are um yeah. slowly
0: figuring that out and it's starting to sound pretty awesome yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah
0: oh you couldn't go wrong with uh so we got a song in seven a song that's in multimeter with schism mm-hmm. um have you ever played money on bass callie
4: no, but I've been wanting to do on that baseline for a long time.
0: Yeah. yeah. Perfect excuse now, right? Oh, yeah. You'll have no problem with it. It's it's so it sounds complicated, but it's such a simple. You learn just like it's like it builds off of an octave and a fifth and then it kind of has these little minor intervals. Um it's it's cool that it has a classic sort of one to four blues thing yeah. where it goes up to the next string and does that and then there's a whole section emily's talking with you about the how it changes to more of a, a twelve definitely, eight 8 yeah, or four, 4 it feels like 4 yeah. and it it's goes weird. to the saxophone solo mm-hmm. so yeah um, i mean i
1: i think it'd be a a great song to implement piano into yeah,
2: yeah.
0: definitely yeah. Cause and there's like the there's the David Gilmour lead guitar that kind of happens while the mm-hmm. bass is like ding 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 like that'd be a great place for piano accents yeah definitely and the bass obviously a has a very clear cut way to play yes <laughs> and has uh, a guitar one of solo the best we, bass
1: riffs of all time yeah <laughs> uh,
0: yeah yeah exactly <laughs> it'd be cool to see some like like there's a guitar solo and then there's a saxophone solo it'd be kind of cool to see two instruments playing those parts in different yeah, ways maybe definitely. we do like maybe the Maybe the guitar part gets played on the piano and the saxophone gets played on the guitar or whatever. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. it'll yeah. be
1: it'll be really cool to yeah. see what we come up with and
0: yeah. implement. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's those are two songs that probably equal about. Uh, those are two long songs. Pro- over ten minutes. Those two songs already. Definitely,
1: yeah. definitely gonna have to like probably cut them down, maybe or I don't know, maybe or maybe. just play two songs. Might be that
0: <laughs> Who knows? But um, yeah, we got our next our next band coming in for their next interview here. Yeah. We'll let them uh, get cozy. As we finish up ours. So but like
2: speaking of uh, what songs to add, like f-
0: yeah, for extra
2: versatility, we I suggested this in the beginning, but we could, um, if I'm going to start doing some more acoustic guitar, we could do some uh the uh, Ennio Morricone, The Ecstasy of Gold. Um, well, yeah. I know that Metallica did a cover of this. It's not nearly as popular as a cover as Nirvana's um, Man Who Sold the World, but um, it's something that we could... Still implement yeah, rock rock cover, uh, definitely. Yeah, they
0: did that like uh on their S and M symphonic tribute thing they yeah. did that, it's that an, was very well known it's for. It's a nice sixties
2: western song. Um instrumental, and, yeah. You know, very uh orchestral. Oh yeah, I mean it'd be yeah.
0: really cool to do something like yeah, that. Figure I'd know? play that with whatever we got here. Yeah. It'd be mm-hmm. really cool. Um I love that. that's a very in- unique uh, unique choice for a song. How about you Callie? Anything else that you know? I know Schism was kind of the one you nominated originally, and we yeah. decided maybe for our first show we're not quite ready for that level, but now that we're going to jump into that next. Um, anything else on on your on your back burner you've been thinking about?
4: Not particularly. Uh, some Green Day might be fun, like Welcome to Paradise.
0: Yeah, that'd be a welcome reprieve from all the odd meter and prog- progressiveness oh yeah, would be really nice to play Pink Floyd and Tool we just throw a little Green Day in there. Yeah, some old-school stuff. That I, sounds I, great. I do know how to play that song, too. so I think That might be what we jam next week, just yeah. to get warmed up, then. It's I been a very it. long time since I've played it. I yeah. played it a lot when I was, like, 13. <laughs> yeah. Well, you guys have four but, songs to listen to this week and build a playlist off of and start listening to. And next week, I mean, we're going to hit the ground running. Yeah, you guys think sounds pretty good? Yeah, sounds awesome. I'm excited. Yeah. Very excited. Well, I'm, it's been great having you guys all here to... Get to know each other a little more and uh anything else anyone wants to add before we sign off for the day? No, but I think this was um a good talk. Yeah, uh, good yeah. Talk. I think we learned quite a bit yeah. about each other. Yeah, we'll have to when we when we get a new drummer, we'll have to do this again with uh all the bands. I mean, we wanna have this ongoing uh series that anyone can kinda get a little deeper into each band as much as they have the stomach for <laughs> and uh yeah. but it's been great so thanks so much for joining us today and we'll see you again next time